I guess we can go live at any point. Oh, and I don't have a theme yeah. song playing. I don't have the stuff for that. So um, you, you'll I mean, have to add you could, you could just Yeah, well, I'll add that in post on the thing, but you could just play it. Can you? I don't have a copy of I it. Think, I just thought about that. Oh, hang on a sec. If you oh, played it. So actually, believe it or not, we are... I think our audio is actually currently live behind the music and everything. So everybody can hear us anyway. Really? <laughs> Shouldn't be. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, wait. No, your audio is my audio. Isn't. That's right. Because we're talking. Yeah. See? All right. Well, they we can might as well me. just start. Yeah. Yeah. Oops. Oops. Let's turn down this music here. Man, I, I try so hard and I'm not good. Got so sometimes. far, but in the end, it, it doesn't, doesn't really matter. Nope. There we go. Oh, nope. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Hey, we're live. We're live, y'all. Oh my God. We figured it out. We're live. Oh yeah. Who's hosting? Uh, I'm hosting. Okay. You go for it. Sorry. I just made the decision. Um, okay. Be, That's fine. Uh, Cause Anyways, it's all good. So, hello and welcome to an all-new episode of Press YYZ. We're the only Canadian gaming podcast that you can catch live on Twitch every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, as well as on podcast services and YouTube every Thursday. My name is Nathan McInerney. How are you guys doing today? Uh, tonight, I'm joined by AJ. AJ, how are you doing? Oh, man, we're just barely holding on here, but we're doing great. Yes, I don't know if you guys noticed. Cozy looks different tonight. Um, he's less furry. Um, yep. Yep, much less furry. Um, nope, Cozy is off tonight, which is why we're a technical mess. I'm trying my best, so please bear with us. Um, and Cozy, don't be too mad. I'm trying. Uh, but let me introduce you, Kevin. Uh, Kevin from Project X Talk. Kevin, how are you doing? I'm doing great, and uh, just for the record, I think you're doing a fantastic job uh, covering for Cozy. Uh, maybe we'll keep you. <laughs> keep me around, yeah. Yeah. Um, why don't you tell everybody a bit about uh, like what you do, Project X Talk? Um, introduce yourself to the to everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, thank you first of all for having me, letting me come on the show, um, listening to you guys. You know, we connected through uh, Matt and Court Nate, so. Mm -hmm. Uh, super awesome to be here, but Project X Talk is a YouTube channel that I have with a group of other people that I met through the Kind of Funny community. Um, so we started a YouTube channel where we make content focused on the Xbox ecosystem. Uh, we have daily videos that go up about games, rumors, news, uh, just random stuff about Xbox. And then we have a weekly podcast that you can catch live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern time over at YouTube, uh, Project X Talk, you'll find it. Um, well, there we have guests come on. Uh, tomorrow we're having Matt Zawinski from Burnout Brighter and the PlayStation Drive. So if you're hearing this uh, Thursday and you want to come over later that night, come check us out. Uh, if not, audio podcasts uh, every Friday morning, we're there. And we appreciate any support. Uh, you know, we're, we're aiming for 1,000 subscribers by the end of the year. So we're, uh, we're on our nice. way. That's awesome. Well, uh, awesome. Uh, everybody check that out. It's good content. So please make sure you go there. What was the link for everybody again? YouTube.com slash Project X Talk. 
slash C slash Project X Talk. I don't know okay. why they made us do a C, but they did. Because it's we, like the C is for like channel, mm. I think, or creator mm. or something. I don't know. Okay. Well, but, go yeah. to, I, I'm sure if you search just Project X Talk, <clears throat> Project X Talk on YouTube, you'll find it as well. Mm -hmm. So, um, all right. Well, let's get started here. Um, before uh, we get started, sorry, I'm trying to navigate multiple windows here back to my script. Um, before we get started, as a reminder, as always, that we have uh, that we here at Press YYZ stand against any discrimination of any kind. And while we appreciate however you choose to give back to our show, there's no better way than to support us by being excellent to each other. Um, a few housekeeping notes. We don't have any. AJ, would, would you believe that I finished Lego Dimensions last week? You what? I can't believe it. Yeah. Um, I can't believe that. So I don't know if Kevin's familiar, but um, for the past year and a bit, I've been streaming on our Press YOIZ channel every Thursday. Mm -hmm. um, yep. And uh, we finally finished up Lego Dimensions last week. And now because... When did last... you start that? January. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's a long game. Um, it's it's a, We're, we're going to talk about it a little bit now that I finished it. I think it's a good time to address address it now that I've done it. Uh, so we'll have it in what we've been playing. Um, but uh, yeah, it's done. So if you want to catch my pod or my streaming now on Thursdays, check out my personal channel, the underscore NMAC, where now we'll be up to at least four nights a week. Last week, I threw a surprise uh, Friday night stream in. And so that could still happen every once in a while. Um, but yeah, uh, we got no more housekeeping for this week. So that's what it is. Um, that being said, let's start talking about what's new and I'm going to start, actually, you know what? I was going to start with Kevin, but then AJ doesn't have much on here and I don't want to do two in a row. So I'm just going to talk about Lego dimensions quickly seeing how I already brought it up. Go for it. But Lego dimensions is the best toys to life game. And, and you've played Disney infinity and you've played Skylanders Skylanders and you've played with Amiibo. Yes. And you, you so, can definitively say this. Okay, I can't say it for Skylanders. Um, I don't even know what I this have, game is. Um, I have played Disney Infinity and I have played uh, with Amiibos. So um, if you're not familiar, Lego Dimensions is a special game where you have a portal and you have these Lego figures that you put on them in vehicles. And it's, it's like a Lego game, like just like you'd expect out of any Lego game, except you buy these Lego sets and they pop into the game. With the right. NFC portal. I did not know this was a thing. It's wow. super cool. You can customize like, so the original pack comes with the Batmobile. Here's the Batmobile right here. And you can convert it. They take, come apart and convert into three different modes that you can have in the game. And the portal has three different spots on it that you can actually like is used for puzzle solving. So you have to use the portal while you play. Okay. So all right. it keeps you actively engaged. But what's super cool about it is the content that they have. So the initial starter pack comes with, and this is the three main heroes for the game. Wild Style from the Lego movie, Batman, and Gandalf from Lord of the Rings. Those are your Good initial choices. three characters. Um, you travel to the worlds of... The Simpsons, obviously all the worlds from that we've just talked about from those uh, prior characters. So, Back to the Future so, is a mainline world that you can go to. Ghostbusters, so, Scooby-Doo. Is this actually just Kingdom Hearts? 
Yeah. Um, but, but for Warner Brothers Lego Media. Worlds. Lego yeah. Kingdom yeah. Hearts. Um, my favorite is, um, and Cozy, I think, is slightly annoyed that I have this and he doesn't. The canonical sequel for Portal 2 is in Lego Dimensions. What? Wow. There's a Portal 2 pack for Lego Dimensions that includes the shell figure and then a sentry bot and a companion cube. And this is the actual canonical sequel to Portal 2. This game's wild. Like, I don't even know what I'm hearing right now. Like, what is happening? GLaDOS is a main character that you fight in the game because you are in the Portal 2 world. In fact, the ending of LEGO Dimensions, I had f- completely forgotten, has a, so- the, has a song sung by GLaDOS in the credits. How, how, so, so how many characters did they make for Because I know like Skylanders, there's tons. Or how many Legos are there total? So there are, you'd have to buy. There's lots and lots. So just beside me right here, I've got Homer Simpson. Okay. I've got the Wicked Witch of the West. uh, From the Wizard of Oz world. Um, I've got a character... From Lego Chima. I'm sure I've got some Lego Ninjago characters in here. Uh, yeah, I definitely do. I've got some where... Oh, yeah, here's my Ghostbuster. Thank you, man. And, and how much do each of these cost? Well, so they did cost, I don't know, like 14 bucks for a pack, which is actually reasonable a when pack. you consider okay. that. When you're getting Lego, like it'll come with a figure and like two vehicles typically or a figure in a vehicle. Um, it depended. And there were some like bigger packs that had full, like some would give you full story missions. Like the portal pack has a full story level set that you get with it as well when you buy it. So I think they were more closer to 30 for the big story packs. If you're just buying a character in a vehicle, they were like 15 bucks. The game hasn't been made in years. Like it's been discontinued mm-hmm. for years. Yeah. Um but I thought it'd be fun to go back to on stream and play it, which is what I was doing. And I've got way more characters upstairs. Here's Robin from the Lego Batman movie, voiced by Michael Sarah. So, um, and I've got the Batgirl too, voiced by Rosario Dawson. So, um, yeah, no, it, it's a, it's a really fun game. Um, it uses the portal in a very creative way, which is more than I can say for something like Amiibo. And the fact that it, there's like Lego, like here's my Back to the Future DeLorean. And it has three different versions you can build this into. You take it apart and rebuild it as part of the game. The instruction books actually come up in the game to build it. So. This this game is, first of all, I probably don't have the patience to like rebuild. Like I'm not a Lego guy, so. You're asking me to rebuild to play the game, I'm probably probably out. But this game sounds dope for people that are into that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, the crossovers are super cool. Like, um, even there were points where I was in the Portal Two level, and there's like this mystery thing where you find like this mystery portal, and you open it up during certain parts, and like things will fly in from other dimensions. And I was in the Portal world, and usually it just helps you move on past like whatever point you're stuck on. And Homer Simpson swings in with a giant on a giant um, wrecking ball and wrecks the thing in front of me and then swings back out of the portal. 
in the in in the or in the portal level. So That's anyways, so Lego Dimensions, super cool. Um, mm -hmm. I may come back and stream some of the like extra content, like extra level packs, everything I have, but I need to take a break from it. It's been too long. That what I've were you playing this on? I, I didn't even ask what, what console is this on? So it's, you can get it for Xbox one, which it is, will work on Xbox series X, which is what I'm playing it on right now. Okay. Um, it was available for PS3, PS4, PS5, Wii U. No PS3, PS4 and Wii U as well the what's nice is the wii u um ps3 and ps4 portal were all the same portal mm. so um i actually had a, a wii u copy and then tried to get the playstation disc to run it um and almost had success but then the disc wouldn't run on my ps4 pro for some reason it just wouldn't work um and it's not available digitally Oh. Because it, you have to have the portal for it to work. Without the portal and the characters, it just won't work. Mm -hmm. um, so my wife saw this Xbox version. And what's even weirder, the Xbox version, considering that they're very typically good with compatibility, um, there's one version for the Xbox One and there's one version for the Xbox 360 and they're both different for the portals. And they don't work with each other. But so, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty high on Lego Dimensions. I had a good time with it. It's probably did... go ahead. No, um, did um, you end up getting all the achievements or not yet? No, God, no. Um, <laughs> in fact, actually, the last three achievements from the last three levels didn't even pop. I don't know why. Mm. Oh, I would hate that. Ouch. So Ouch. yeah, um, I have no idea why they didn't pop. Um, I was like at the end, and I was like, because for my Xbox rewards points or microsoft rewards points i have to get an achievement every day i was like oh i'll save that for those like at the end of the day and then i was like wait um it's why doesn't it say i got one i looked i'm like none of those achievements popped so but also this game has achievements for every single like lego pack that got sold mm -hmm. so if you wanted to 100 percent it you need to buy every single pack and do it oh boy so um yeah not 100 percent in this one um yeah, so, but yeah, no, LEGO Dimensions, super fun time, super, it's potentially the best crossover game I've ever played, um, and I even will put something up against this versus, like, Fortnite, I know people are going to say Fortnite is the ultimate crossover, but really, you're just wearing skins, for the most part, in Fortnite. Smash Brothers? Yeah, okay, Smash Brothers is fine. Um, but, uh... Yeah, no, I really, I really enjoyed my time with, and the fact that it has Back to the Future and Ghostbusters and Portal Two, in one, like in one game, is just amazing to me. So, so check it out if you haven't had a chance to. It's fun. Um, I will say, trying to go back and buy the sets retroactively now is not an, an expensive feat. So. Uh, because they don't sell them anymore, so you're paying a pretty penny to try and find the pieces. But you're sitting on a gold mine then. Yeah, essentially. If, yeah, I've got a bunch of them here, and if I try, it's to gonna sell put them, your I kids through college. One day, maybe. Um. So yeah. So yeah. Um. Now that being said, Kevin, I know you've been playing a PlayStation Five game, even yeah. though you, you have an Xbox show, and you've recently got a platinum Raider. From it. So, yes. Why don't you tell me about SpongeBob Battle for Bikini bo uh, Bottom Rehydrated? 
Yeah. So uh, haven't haven't played much on the uh, the old Xbox this week. Um, I'm always playing Super Smash Brothers uh, to some extent in the background, but the game I put most of my time into lately was the PS Plus title for April, which uh, SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated. I love 3D platformers. I've always loved 3D platformers, and especially ones where the trophy or achievement list is just collect everything. I'm there for it. I'm going to go for it. And SpongeBob's was a very easy but enjoyable time. You basically just had to do all the levels and then collect 80 socks for Patrick and 100 golden spatulas, which 100 golden spatulas, you have to do literally everything in the levels. Um, So, I don't know. The game, was it amazing? No. It was a fun time. It was a short experience. I think it wrapped up in about eight hours for the Platinum. So nothing, nothing too extensive if you are a Platinum Hunter uh, and you want to go for that. It's an easy one. You can knock it out pretty quickly. Um, I do say that the game feels dated. It is a remaster of, I think, a, I want to say GameCube. Game. Yeah, PS2, yeah, uh, yeah, that era. And it, it shows. Uh, there is still significant, like, pop-in all the time in the game. Um, the loading screens aren't particularly quick, which might just be because it's, like, the PS4, so... The PS4 version is not taking advantage of the PS5 SSD, um, which maybe on Xbox it would be because the SSD for backwards compatibility plays into effect there. But um, it's it's not a particularly good looking game. It was just one that I was like, I'm bored. I like 3D platformers. I'm gonna go for it. Um, yeah, I mean, it, I had I had I had fun enough. I recommend it for people. Okay, um, that's cool. It's one of those games where I definitely accepted it into mm-hmm. my library. And I think my kids, I'll download it for my kids on their, my, their PS4 pro upstairs. Um, so that they can check it out. I might check it out. I never played this when it came out, so I don't have nostalgia. I'm an old man. Yeah. Um, so when I was 20, uh SpongeBob game did not scream to me, believe it or not. <laughs> what? I can't yeah. believe it. Um, so no, but I, I actually, when you said so, because something struck a chord when you said that you like games that like are checklists and mm-hmm. that you have to get everything, because that screams to me like when I get platinums and stuff is like like Lego games are actually a perfect thing when you talk about it. like just in general yeah. maybe not this one that I'm playing because of the cost to platinum it, but I love getting the Lego platinums. Um, they usually take a little bit of time, but it's just big collectathons. Mm-hmm. So, and I find it satisfying. Yeah, so so uh, PlayStation 5 is actually my first PlayStation. So, like, I have mm-hmm. 12 Platinums now, and I, I did not care cool. about Platinums or uh, achievement hunting the entirety of my 20 years of gaming until I got the PS5 and experienced trophies. And then I was like, something inside me clicked. I was like, I like, I like this feeling. So now I'm, like, at 12 Platinums. Um, some of them, you know, easier than others. Like I got uh, Pumpkin Jack, which is another 3D platformer, super easy, super fun mm-hmm. game. Uh, I got Persona 5 Royals, 87 hour platinum, yeah. which people tell that's me is a one. quick. People tell me that's a quick platinum for me. Like they, they put 150 into it and I did an 87, but I was I like always... 90 hours. Did you okay. play, did you play vanilla Persona 5? No, I didn't play. I didn't do, I just did, I just did Royal. Okay, cool. I'm just curious because I had played vanilla before I'd mm. gone in for the Royal it, and I don't isn't know. Isn't that less harder? Sorry? 
Isn't that trophy list harder than the Royal one? Oh, the vanilla one's insane. It requires a new game plus playthrough. And I think you have to fill out the, it's like immensely harder. Um, so yeah, no, the persona five Royal one, you can do in one, like one straight playthrough if you're, yeah, I did it one one playthrough, uh, 87 hours, but it carried over to Xbox now. Like I didn't have, I had one game in my entire history of Xbox and that was FIFA 14. So like eight years ago. 100 percent and last year i also did i think i did 10 and i've done two this year 100 percent. but like some of those were psychonauts 2 and another 3d platforming collectathon yeah. so uh tales psychonauts of Arise, 2 was great that one was super easy. yeah psychonauts 2 is amazing oh one of my favorite games absolutely adore that game i just i don't know man something something clicked inside me and now i'm like all right what what can i do to to get that 100 percent or the the platinum trophy so you would say you're an authority on Xbox, uh, I think hosting I, an Xbox show. Is that fair to say? I think I know quite a bit about Xbox. Yeah, more than yeah, more than most people. And I, I would, I mean, yeah, yeah, I would, I would, I would go that okay. far. All right. So let's, because earlier today we were in part of a discussion talking about the term platinum in it. Mm-hmm. and how Xbox doesn't really have a comparable term. And AJ oh, and I yeah. have talked about this on the show before. Yeah. We need to come up with a name and then get it to catch on. What do you think we could use when you get all the achievements? I So I think we talked about this earlier because yeah. right right now I call it 100%ing it, which you made a great it's too point. Much. Yeah, it's, first of all, too much, but also uh, it doesn't actually mean you did everything in the game. You can get all the achievements Correct. without 100%ing the game. So, so, I don't, so I'm not... Yeah, go, go, go. So I'm, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the website giantbomb.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So years ago, this I'm talking like 2009, 2010, they did a little bit of an experiment on their website because their, their website uh, originated not only as a video game, just a generic video game website, but also it has the accompanying wiki on it as well. And what they did with that wiki is you know they they created a bunch of like internal quests where you would you know scope out the site or look they give you like a a, uh essentially like your own on-site achievements or whatever Mm -hmm. but another thing that they did is they um hooked into the xbox achievements and they hooked into playstation trophies um and because they were two different kinds of systems you had the trophy system which has a platinum at the end and the the achievement system which doesn't um what they did is essentially like think of it like a fighting game right mm-hmm. where if you've if you've mastered a fighting game or 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 let let's say like a devil may cry you mastered the combat in that a combat encounter and it gives you a ranking on that mm-hmm. if you if you did everything you had to do in that in that run or whatever you got an s rank right so they they borrowed that sort of ranking system um on on playstation you know with with the different trophies uh you got the bronze silver and gold um that you need to get all of to get the platinum but the you know on xbox like all the achievements are worth different values um and they can just be any any value really like they could in theory a game could give you one achievement that is a thousand gamer score and they're done um but what they end up doing, what what it ended up doing is like made it in such a way that you don't 
have to differentiate between getting a trophy or getting all the achievements because, you know, platform wars are stupid and, you know, let, let people play where they want to play. Um, so saying that you S ranked a game kind of makes sense, especially as it pertains to general gamer terminology and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, because in fighting games where that originated, like, you know, you S ranked it. Yep. I mean, listen, I, I, I get what you're saying. I don't know if everyone would, would go for that. I, it's not the most like, it's, it's not the shiniest thing, right? Like a pl when sure. I say I got the platinum, it's like, oh wow. Like it just sounds better. Like we've been conditioned, I think, to think yeah. that. You've like, been brainwashed. Yeah, yeah. yeah I so get it. If we had to come up with something for the Xbox ecosystem, like right now we have achievements and rare achievements, uh, which the rare achievements are just like, I don't know when it, it differentiates between it you get like a little different jingle but ultimately it doesn't really change anything i would like something equivalent to a platinum maybe call it a legendary achievement something and it should be displayed on your profile just like a platinum it really needs that equivalent for me yeah i it's 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 really interesting that we're having like that we even have this conversation at all right because mm -hmm. xbox achievements came out first mm -hmm. right and at the very start of it it felt like playstation trophies were just knockoff achievements right they were just you know you know they were they were trying to to copy them because they they realized oh shit xbox has a good idea but then it just like i like ultimately they're the same thing but Mm -hmm. Just the addition of that platinum trophy in a lot of people's minds just made that just that much better. It, yeah. And you know, you know, what's worse is most games these days, the achievement list is exactly the same as the trophy list, including mm -hmm. there's an achievement in some games now that says get all other achievements, but it's just counted as a regular achievement even though that's technically the platinum trophy on places. Yeah. So like you're getting it, but you're not getting any, you're not getting the platinum on Xbox. Hmm. So that's I, really I, interesting. I say name something like legendary achievement, like it ties to like legendary uh, on Halo the Halo. Yeah, yeah. 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 Something like that. It would it, be on brand. So, all right. Well, we've oh, solved man, the I got the legendary. I got the legendary. Yeah, that does ring up. That yeah. yeah, I beat it on legendary. I got the legend. Yeah, that works. That's a good okay. idea. We solved it. Phil Spencer, yeah, I know you're watching tonight. Uh, you're oh, live yeah. right now. In the, it, I can see it. So take this and run yeah. with it. Okay, Phil. Um. All right. So let's jump now, and I'm gonna try something, and this may or may not work with where our faces are. So we're gonna find out. Um, Yellow. But uh, yeah, um, I need like three more monitors to make this setup work really easily. Believe it or not. So it needs a whole security system set up. Yeah. That, um, that's the dream. Just having like the six monitors. You got three on top, three on the in the middle, and then another three like down low. That's the dream. Okay. So I'm going to try and play a trailer or play some gameplay footage and okay. do it like Cozy does. And we're going to see how this works.
I'm sorry okay. if it doesn't I'm work. Watching, I'm watching the stream. I'm going to let you know how it's working. Keep in mind, we can't see what you're seeing on your screen because you For a few got seconds. rid of that. Yeah, so. Can you see it now? Okay, we can see the gameplay. Uh, our faces aren't in the bottom, but that's okay. They can probably still hear us, I think. Okay. Yes, they can still hear us. Can they hear me? So, uh, let me double check. Yes. Oh, they can. Okay, perfect. Okay, so last Friday, I decided to play a new game called Chinatown Detective Agency. Are you familiar with this game? Heard of it. Heard of it. It launched on Game Pass. Um, are you familiar with a game called Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego? Yes, of course. <laughs> Loved it growing up. This is the modern adaptation of Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego. Essentially, Chinatown Detective Agency is a detective game where you have to solve puzzles and you're like solving crimes, but the game requires you to go to the internet to find the solutions. Hmm. Like in Carmen Sandiego, you had your encyclopedia book that came with it and you'd have to look up in there to find the answers. This has you doing research outside of the game to figure out like how to solve the puzzles. Oh, I love that. I love that. I played a, I played a JRPG called Monarch and some of the puzzles in there you had to do like name seven legendary swords and it like gave you a list and you had to know which ones were katanas. So love, love that stuff. Yeah. So it's super cool. Um, yeah, it's got a really cool pixelized. It's very much like a point and click adventure meets like a Carmen Sandiego. You, um, what's really cool though. Um, and I just started getting into the mechanics. I actually streamed on Friday as a surprise. Um, on twitch.tv's uh, twitch.tv slash the underscore and Mac. Please make sure to follow me and check me out. It helps me out. Um, that you not only have to solve the crimes, you have to run your business. So you have to pay rent and you have to do everything at the same time. So there's a bit of a management simulator built into it too. Okay. All right. So, and like, for instance, I had to fly to somewhere to one of the early missions is you get some stamps. And you're asked to return these stamps to the their country of origin. And so I had to look at the stamps and try and like use the internet at that point to figure out what country they came from because they're just showing me pictures of the stamps. Um, and then from there, um, so I was looking at the stamps and got it. And then they're like, because they, the stamps had that little mark on the corner of them when they're used. They're like, please try and figure out which city it was sent from. So I'd have like four letters. Um, and then I had to figure it out, but here's the thing. I made a mistake on one of the stamps. I thought it was Japan. It turned out it wasn't, it was China and I should have gone to Singapore. So I wasted money on one of those flights that I didn't need to go to. This game sounds so interesting. Okay. All right. So, um, it's, it's like, it's like almost like an ARG, but like. Uh, I don't know, because, like, it's, it's like, the game itself is, is not an ARG, but, like, you have to know real-world answers in order to progress. Um, but, like, like an ARG, when you figure out the things that are happening in the real world, the ARG can then continue. So, it, yeah, it's, it's very reminiscent of that. Yeah, um, super cool cast. You plays this girl. Um, uh, I'm not going to say her name right. Um, uh, uh, Mira Dharma, 
Um, and she's got a g- really good style. Um, it takes place in uh, Singapore. Nope, not Singapore. It takes place in... Uh, it says Chinatown, but Chinatown is the area that your office is in. Um, Beijing? No. I don't know. I'm sorry. I should know that, and I don't. And my apologies. I feel like a terrible person talking about the game now. You are. Um, <laughs> I'm the worst. Um, but yeah, it takes place in China. Um, it's, it's in China in the future. I think it's like 20 or 30 years in the future. So it has a bit of a cyberpunk feel to the entire thing about it as well. Um, and very quickly after you finish the first three missions, it gets into a deeper, like more sinister storyline to it. Um, and I got to the point, so there's three main people you can accept quests from, um, like missions essentially, but you Mm -hmm. can't work for all the clients because you just don't have enough resources to do that. So kind of once you lock in with one client, I think what's going to happen is you get one third of the story. And then you go through the other two after you finish. I I don't think it's a huge run to get through them all. And then I think it fills out the pieces of the story as you play it and you do all three. Uh, That was my, that was my question. How do you know how long it would take to beat like a a run of this game? Off the top of my head? No. So I spent two hours to get to the title screen. So (laughs) So that means it's a late title card. Yeah. Well, it wanted you to finish all three missions. So, and I got okay. to the title screen right before I kind of like finished the first air, like first areas. So, um, so yeah, super interesting game. Uh, it's free on Xbox game pass right now. Um, or included on Xbox game pass. So go check it out. Um, if it sounds interesting to you, like I said, it's a pretty cool, unique game. Um, I want to jump back into it at some point. Um, but I had, did have some fun with it. So according to uh, how long to beat, it's about 10 hours long. Okay. So not too bad. What's the completion say? Oh, I, I exited it out. I never look at the completion. <laughs> there we go. Okay, so we're back on the main screen. So that's what hey. we've been playing this week. Um, Cozy's probably annoyed because people can see OBS when I do that. It's fine. He'll be um, fine. He'll survive. So, OBS? Oh, um, okay, so now let's talk about some of the news this week. There's three news pieces I want to talk about. We're going to save Kingdom Hearts for last. So we are going to talk about Kingdom Hearts. The first thing I want to talk about, I'm going to try and be cozy again, is we've got some footage of a new game coming, which blew my mind. So I'm super excited to share it with you. Can you see it now, AJ? Yes. Yes. Now I can. Okay, if you guys are familiar with a little game called Monkey Island, I've heard of Secret of Monkey Island. This is Uh, a canonical sequel to the second game. Go on. Um, It's one of the first, um, like not the first point and click adventure games, but it's one of the most important. It's the funniest adventure uh, game. That's Murray the Skull who got knocked into the water there. Um, what's uh-huh. more important is that this is being brought to us by the creator of Monkey Island, Ron Gilbert. Good. So the person who That's... did it yeah. um, is coming back. They announced it kind of on April Fool's Day. And then two days later, they're like, no, it's real. No, just, haha, just got you. Just kidding. It's actually real. That's the ultimate April Fool. 
Yeah, so it's it's actually real. Um so yeah, um I'm super jazzed about us getting a Monkey Island sequel. Um there's been five of them. You've got uh, um The Secret of Monkey Island, The Secret of Monkey Island 2 LeChuck's Revenge. Then you've got The Curse of Monkey Island, Escape from Monkey Island, then Tales of Monkey Island, which was a Telltale game. So oh. Telltale got the license before uh, Walking Dead. I believe. I think I remember I remember when that came out um and people were all kind of hyped about it. Um but the fact that like this is going to be like OG like everybody seems like over the moon about this thing. People who played it back then. Mm-hmm. I yeah. I was never I never played Monkey Island point and click adventures were never really my thing but I, I've always heard good things about it through the grapevine. Yeah, I've, I've never played this one. Um, I've heard of it. Uh, my buddy Sean Capri seems pretty excited, so I'm uh, happy for him over there. But uh, yeah, I, I'm not familiar with Monkey Island. And um, I mean, it's cool that they got the original guy back. And I think what's awesome is it's raw, it's coming from Devolver Digital, um, mm-hmm. who I love Devolver. Like they yes. put, they do not, I say, they do not miss their games are always fantastic. I was going to say, actually, and that's words I've used. Devolver Digital doesn't miss. I said that earlier. You're right. They don't like they don't have bad games. Um, I can't remember the last bad Devolver Digital game I played. Maybe not everyone's for me, but -hmm. they don't make bad games. Um, Mm -hmm. So, no, I'm super excited about this. It's got the right people making it. It's got the original creators involved. and most people listening to this podcast probably won't care, but I'm super hyped and I just needed to talk about it. <laughs> um, okay, so we're going to come back to Final Fantasy because that's or not Final Fantasy, Kingdom Hearts, because that's going to tie into the end of the show. Because we're yep. going to play a little game. Um, in the meantime, let's talk a bit about an interview that happened on the Xbox expansion pass um, hosted by uh, Luke Lorian. I think I'm saying that right, right? Luke Lore. Luke Lore. Thank you, Luke Lore. The insipid uh, ghost. The insipid ghost. Um, I know uh, I I don't listen to his podcast frequently, um, but Mr. Bad Bit talks about him all the time on the trophy room. Um, yeah, so he had an interview with Lauren Lanning recently. Now, this is um, taken over in the headlines. We've seen it all over the place. PlayStation Plus devastating, mm-hmm. um, devastating to Oddworld the last odd world game that came out that was on PlayStation plus. We've seen it all over the internet. I thought this is maybe a good time to like, talk about it and like talk about how systems like PlayStation plus and Xbox go in there. Now I think that I haven't listened to the interview. I haven't had a chance to listen to the full interview yet. Um, I know uh, from seeing on Twitter, some of this was taken a little out of context from the interview. Um, have either of you guys had a sh- chance to listen to it yet? Yeah, I listened to it. Um, I, I I read an article on it, and it, the word devastating came up, and like I, I didn't feel like I understood what he meant by the word devastating uh, in that article. And then I think I listened to, yeah, I listened to Kind of Funny Games Daily today, and then I heard kind of like a better explanation of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, so I, first of all, uh, I know, I know Luke, uh, he's a buddy of mine. Um, okay, I've been, been on the Xbox expansion pass. Uh, great, great show. But 
uh, he does great interviews, uh, and this was this was another one. But it's and, and I'm happy he's getting press for his work. Yes, like it's it's awesome to see that because mm-hmm. you know you want you want these uh, creators to to get publicized. But I don't like that it's being portrayed as um, the Oddworld Oddworld suffered and that PlayStation Plus really affected Oddworld Soulstorm in a negative way because that is not what he said. From my when I listened to the interview, and it wasn't yep. you know I listened to it on Sunday uh, night, and then these articles started coming out during the week, and I was like, okay, uh, these are a little clickbaity. I don't understand because I listened to it and I didn't get the impression that he was taking shots at PlayStation because when I listened to it, what I heard was we made this deal and then four million people downloaded the game and our projection said. 50 to 100,000. So he was saying it's devastating that we missed out on four millions of sales, but he wasn't saying, you know, it's devastating we agreed to PlayStation Plus. They got paid. They made a good amount of money, most likely, to be on the subscription service, but he was equating it to, you know, we could have had this many more sales. The game would have blown up. I had no idea. So it was devastating to miss out on those sales, right? yeah, you, you, I think it's sorry, AJ. Yeah. Go ahead. You go ahead. No, AJ. I was just gonna say it's it can be complicated too, right? Because you don't you can't necessarily say that those extra downloads are necessarily missed sales, right? Some Agreed. of them for sure, um, because just if you just look at Game Pass alone, there are so many games that I have played that I would not have put money into just because i i've played them because i just have access to them now right um even even at the early days of playstation plus one of the bigger biggest successes um with rocket league i might not have bought rocket league um just you know from watching a trailer and and hearing people talk about it but the fact that it was free on playstation plus you know i downloaded it i got it um and then then it really took off. Well, and I will say, so to, to AJ's point, and I think the issue here is, and this is an issue, and I think when I was on Xbox Day with you, Kevin, we kind of discussed this because we're talking about Forza and the 20 million downloads, right? And my question at that point, or 20 million players, and my question at that point was, how many of those 20 million players played like 10 minutes and then were out? Mm-hmm. And then yeah. um, I think... Hearing, I think probably this wouldn't have been blown out of proportion if he had said, like, if he hadn't talked about that 4 million number. If he had said, hey, we expected 50,000 to 100,000, we saw way more units generated. Because the realistic truth is he probably would have only sold 5 to 10% of that. Because mm-hmm. Oddworld wasn't super well received, critically. Um... It's an older franchise, which is probably like a Monkey Island, and I don't expect Monkey Island to blow the roofs off in terms of sales. I think it's there for people the, who liked it, like the franchise back when it was older. Yeah. Um, another thing, um, Nathan, I don't know if you ever got to listen to the second episode where my friend Ben came on. Uh, okay. I know you weren't yeah. there for it. No, nope. it was just me, Cozy, and Ben. Um, anyway, wait. Let's uh, just, just fill context. Kevin in on who Ben is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just context. Um, so uh, uh, 
a personal friend of mine. Um, his name is Ben, and he uh, is one of the creators of the game Airborne Kingdom. Okay. I don't know if you've heard of that. No. Um, it's a it's a city builder where you're building a city in the sky and you can maneuver it around a, a a map and you're trying to expand your city and keep it keep it flying in the air as you're traveling the world. Mm-hmm. Um, it, super cool concept and everything. Um, um, and d- just a little more context on Ben. He used to work at uh, Bioware. He used to work at Visceral Games. He used to. Uh, you know, he used to, he, he, he kind of, after university, he worked his way around uh, a lot of the EA side of things mm-hmm. and then went independent, made his own game, and then he teamed up with some ex-visceral devs and uh, they created Airborne Kingdom. Um, so what he said on the, la- the last time we had him on, which was, you know, only like a handful of episodes ago. Because he took point, an Epic Games deal, right? A deal with Epic Games, so, and that's why this is yeah okay. Originally, it was going to come out on Steam, right? And Epic approached them, and basically said, um, "It doesn't matter how much it costs for you to make; just make the game you want to make. The only caveat is it has to be exclusive to the Epic Game Store on PC." Mm-hmm. I don't know the duration of that deal or when it was set to expire, but. Just recently, their um, their publisher decided it was time to publish it on Steam as well, um, which you know is is a good thing. But um, you know they got a lot of hate for that for the exclusivity because PC yeah. gamers are very territorial about Steam and they th- they think it was just a money grab. But in reality, what what Ben was saying was, well, no, it. Essentially, they brought us in like a first party. They didn't buy our IP. They just funded us so that our small team could could sustain our livelihood and we could finish this game. Mm-hmm. Right? And so by the sounds of it, it doesn't seem like at the maybe I don't know, maybe it's maybe it's those articles that were taking things out of context, but on the one hand, it almost seems like PlayStation could have made them a better deal if they had predicted their their sales maybe would have been higher. sales forecast. Right? Um, but PlayStation also could have just said, hey, you're you're a veteran of this game industry. You're you're fantastic. You you let us put it on PlayStation Plus, and we're just gonna make sure that everybody on your team who's making it can can eat for the next year or whatever whatever it takes for you to finish it right um and and yeah that no i so i i i I think you make great points and i did pull up one of the the articles so i don't i don't think the articles are taking it out of context because if you read the articles they give the headlines yes the headlines are and on the internet 99% of people are just looking at the headline because if Mm -hmm. you if I go on reddit and click the thread where this is posted everyone is in there this is why subscription services are bad for the industry this is this is Mm -hmm. why game passes PlayStation Plus is gonna fail but then you you go in and read it and literally quote right here it says it's kind of a double-edged sword we, out of necessity to get the project done, we were hitting a number of late technical debt issues and talent issues. The game industry is emerging fast. 
Huge companies are paying developers fortunes, so it's harder to retain and harder to contract. Sony was like, hey, why don't we do a deal? And they go, he goes on to explain that they gave them the money to finish the project, and so they didn't have to yeah. go into massive debt. They could make the game. All they okay, had to do is good. give it away for a month. The, the, the issue, another issue he brings up was the game was originally meant to come out January 2021. So that would have been two months after the PS5 release. And in that, it would have been a very small handful of people that had PlayStation 5s. The game got delayed because of COVID until April. So by April, more people, millions more, had PlayStation 5s. So it kind of looked at, you know, maybe in his eyes, that's where he's like, we lost out on sales because if it came out in January, people couldn't, not as many people could have downloaded it, right? Because they wouldn't have had the PS5 to download it. I still think that's a little bit like he's he's thinking like everyone that downloaded it played it, which is definitely not the case. I download most PS Plus games every month and I don't yeah. play any of them. So I don't think downloads is a good indicator of how many you would have sold. Well, and I think that's what we need to start looking at these metrics differently. And that's what kind of more where I want to gear this conversation when we, because mm-hmm. we, we now have games like things like game pass. We have PlayStation plus, which gets the free games. You have epics, the game store giving away free games. Although it's not usually new releases, but maybe we talk about like, I don't think downloads is a good metric for a game. Neither. No. Um, Neither. I would like to see down like, and here's the problem. They want to spout downloads because it's the highest possible number they can give us. That's what mm-hmm. that, and I think that's part of the problem. Like when we see Forza's reached twenty million players, or Halo Infinite's reach, I don't know, twelve million players. I'm it could be more. I don't know. Um, it's not a good metric of how many people actually played those games. It's just less nice to say this is people who've played more than ten hours mm-hmm. or more than five hours, because I think that's where you get a better understanding of what the actual interaction with that game is. So I bet I bet somewhere in whether it be PlayStation or Xbox, they have the numbers for exactly how many people have popped that specific trophy or whatever. Oh, they do. The percentages so, like, are on the, the trophy. They're, well, uh, yeah, the per, so, but that and that's the thing, right? But that won't affect people who haven't opened the game. Exactly. Right. So yeah. then you could contract contrast the downloads to whoever popped the first trophy right and then you could see what that turnover is and then you've got the metric of okay so this many people have at least downloaded and opened the game up Mm -hmm. and then you go to like the rarest achievement who finished it and that would give you probably a better understanding of a game's retention this that's that's kind of what the uh days gone developer uh jeff ross did a few yeah. weeks uh, if you when and then people were giving Mind him backlash so yeah yeah, yeah. cuz he he was over there like oh days gone sold 9 million or whatever i forget the exact number but he's like i got that by looking at the trophies even though days gone mm-hmm. has been given away and it's still like it's on the ps plus collection right now yeah so yeah. that doesn't mean you got 9 million in sales like i, I hate to break that to you well, and how many of those games, like Days Gone was one of those games that got heavily discounted too, right? Like, like yeah. even if it was on PlayStation Plus, they were, I don't want to say giving it away, but there were definitely good sale prices on it for people who wanted to pick it up very quickly compared to other first-party Sony games. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, like, 
Yeah. So I think, I think you're right. And actually that Jeff Ross interview, he, who just joined crystal dynamics. Yeah. He did. Yep. Yep. Tomb um, Raider team. Yeah. The Tomb Raider team. I'm actually surprised uh, with everything going on and how open he was about talking that he would get on such a high, high profile developer. I was a little surprised about that. Um, but good for him. No, congratulations. Um, but yeah, no, a hundred percent. I think it comes down to, you, it's hard to look at the trophy data because I think the trophy data is misleading. Yeah. However, I think the trophy data in this case, the trophy data on the first month because it was given away for free the first month on PlayStation Plus would be pretty accurate. Because there's no sales, like just to get an idea. But I think I just I I have trouble where he thinks that he could have sold four million copies of that game because I don't think he could have. I don't think he could have either, especially because he's released it on other platforms and it hasn't blown up into some big commercial success. No, yeah. and we, we've seen games on PlayStation Plus have that effect. Same with Game Pass, right? Like you see, like AJ brought up Rocket League, but mm -hmm. then you talk about games like Fall Guys, mm -hmm. um, uh, Bug Snacks. Like Bug yep. Snacks is about to come out again. It's going to be on Game Pass. That's uh, been announced uh, so April 28th. Bugs, Bug Snacks would would actually be an interesting one to see like both multiverse timelines of like when it if it when it did come out on on uh, PS Plus Wars. and then the the timeline where it didn't because people were hype and interested in Bug Snacks before the game came out and before yeah. it was announced that it would be on PlayStation Plus. Mm -hmm. Like people were into Bug Snacks, mm -hmm. and so like I. I bought it on Steam because I couldn't get a hold of a PS5 no, right Epic away, Game Store. right? Or it, yeah, yeah, on, it was exclusive uh, Epic, to yeah, Epic. Epic Game Store. Yeah, yeah, it was exclusive to Epic on PC, so I bought it there. Um, I I bought it on PC. Um, so what? Yeah, what would the like? Num numbers are weird. Yeah. Numbers are confusing. I, I mean, I go back to the the people, you know especially the internet, they like to take stories and just run with them and, and twist them into, into these, you know, everything has to be negative. It's just hurting the developers. So in my mind, for everything I've heard, I've listened to the, I've listened to Mike Rose from No More Robots. I've listened to the guys over at Drinkbox who just did the uh, Nobody Saves the World yep. deal for Game Pass. I've listened to these developers come out and say, we get approached by Xbox and they go, hey, we'll give you enough money that when your game comes out, you're immediately in the black. You're no longer, you're no debt. Everything you pay, yeah. yeah, everything that costs to make this game, we're going to pay and probably more. And then there's also deals where every download, you're going to get some royalty from it because we want people continually, you know, subscribing to our service and downloading these games. So... As long as the devs are getting supported in some way, whether that is you buying the game or playing it through a subscription service, I don't really see a difference to me. I think that's where people yeah. are getting hung up on. Yep. No, I don't disagree with that at all. Um, I think probably for the interview, I think it was probably just bad choice of how he presented the numbers. Which is where that's kind of coming from. Yeah, and I mean, I'm sure he expressed, he was also expressing just general frustration. Oh man, I wish, I wish even we believed in this thing more than we did, right? Because if he did, then he, you know, I'm not saying he would have inflated the numbers because he clearly didn't artificially inflate them. He gave them a realistic number as to what he was looking looking at, but didn't 
account for all those people who necessarily just download it or not not even download but just claim every free game that's available like it's a routine um and you know he probably could have he probably could have helped his team out a little better had he done so okay all right so that's enough of that talk thank you kevin for the insightful talk i do appreciate that um okay so let's jump into the final um, big announcement uh, because nobody thought that this was coming this week. Um, and let me just switch this the over. The Halo Infinite Season 2. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Lone Wolves. <laughs> yeah, baby. I'm excited so, to get back into that. Um, so who expected that we get a Kingdom Hearts 4 announcement? Not me. I thought the game was Didn't over. Didn't see it coming. Yeah. So I never thought it was over, but I thought Square had learned their lesson. <laughs> what do you mean? About dropping games too early, like trailers uh, and announcements yeah. way too early. Um, <laughs> maybe they of, did. And maybe this is going to come out in the next two years instead of the next 12. I don't believe that because we're still <laughs> waiting on Final Fantasy 16, which was announced at the PS5 launch and slated yep. to come out in 2021. And now it's 2022 and it probably won't be out to 2023. And they won't even tell us about it in 2022. Not to mention, they also have Final Fantasy Remake 2 or Final Fantasy 7 Remake. Final Fantasy 7, 7 Remake, remake part 2, 2 Part 2. Yeah. Um, to worry about as well. So seeing a kingdom like this game is going to like it's 2022 right now realistically nobody's playing this till 2026 oh easily easily in my opinion so um yeah. so yeah I, I i just they keep announcing things too early why do they do this and i'm not a kingdom hearts guy I played two i played a bit of birth by sleep on the psp um well, i tried to go back yeah, and play it, the remasters and they don't feel great now because once again just like you talked about with battle with bikini bottom they feel like ps2 games they don't feel it's like not even, modern games it's it's not even the fact that they they necessarily just announced it too, too early they announced another side game a alongside game. i for, i forget what it's called yeah so right, they're right they're, beside it there was Union Cross Dark Road, which is an expansion mm -hmm. to the end of their mobile game. Yeah. Um, but then there was another mobile game, and I can't remember the name of it, um, that they announced at the right like before this. And then they announced this game. Um, now, this is on Unreal 4. What the trailer was, what they did uh, the say. The trailer was. It's the, coming to it's five. It's going to be five. Yeah, they're moving yeah. it to five. So it will be on Unreal 5. I think it, like, Sora looks interesting. In fact, I almost wasn't sure that was Sora to begin with because of how human he looks. Yeah, like, like, look how small his feet are. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> I hate it, first of all. I hate the way <laughs> Sora looks. He's he's so creepy now. Like He's, he's approaching that um, uncanny valley face. a yeah. little bit. His face is so smooth and, like, oh. I, like he, he's in Smash, so I see his like normal like Kingdom Hearts renders, and then I yeah, look yeah. at this, and I'm just like, "What? What did they do to you?" Well, how's he gonna look? They massacred my boy, Goofy and Donald. Now, this you don't understand, because like they're teasing Goofy and Donald, but they're teasing Goofy and Donald with Hazy Hades. 
like this has to be Hades because it's blue flame and then it turns into red flame uh, from the Hercules series. And he's been in the game plenty of times. It's true. So why, like, why is that the big stinger that Hades is in the game? Like, it's cool. Hades is a great character, but. I don't know um, enough about Kingdom Hearts to under, like, did he die at some point? Is this like some big, like, reveal that he's back? I don't know enough about Kingdom Hearts. Or is it, or is it like the reveal that they, they, they're, Goofy and Donald are like trying to, they have to. They're dead. Whatever they have to do, they need to consult with the bad guys in order to be able to be successful in their mission. You know, it'd be a fun episode of this show what? for three people who know nothing about Kingdom Hearts to make up the Kingdom Hearts lore. Explain Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Explain Kingdom Hearts and just go completely off the rails. I know there's something about like seven hearts uh um, the princess hearts they were initially like the princess hearts i think they're called the kingdom hearts that's where the name came from i believe mm. and there's something called group 13 or something and they all have like their versions nobodies or yes no but they're like fake versions of the other fake the versions of people. characters but they take yeah. their actual name and mix the letters up and put an x in it yeah, That's why there's ordered. a character named Roxas because it's Sora with an X in it. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. Oh, I if oh. if if my name, my my actual name of Alexander, if I got Norded, my my name would be Denari Lexa. What would be mine? Do mine. Nathan. N a t h a n. The Okay, I'm gonna spell this. Okay, yeah. E N X H A N A. Thanks, Hannah. I guess. Oh. I don't know. I don't know how. I'm gonna try Kevin. I like Nevix or something. Uh. V N X K E I. No. <laughs> Vinx Vinx K. Something. Oh my God. Uh, I'm just going to type in cozy. See what happens. Oz kicks. That's a cool one. That one makes sense. Oz kicks. That's the best one. Yeah. Yep. I just like, uh, so apart from how Kingdom Hearts 4 looks, and it's creeping me out a little bit. I just like, (laughs) why did we need another one so soon? Because my understanding was three was supposed to be some sort of like definitive uh, ending. Yeah. Conclusion. And it seems like it's been what no. three years. This thing is such a, a money maker for them. Like they, the, the the fan base is so rabid, right? And they they're just one. They're never satiated, partially because they never put out um, the main mainline games often enough. But in the in the middle of promising Kingdom Hearts three, they I, how many games different like games like on the the game boy advance or on the psp or whatever came out ipad yeah like in between so i don't know yeah it's one of those things where like and tim gettys got into this on kind of funny kind of funny games daily i believe last this week about it and some of the actual like secret endings of kingdom hearts 3 itself 
and actually how it ties into um, Final Fantasy versus 13. Yeah, this trailer looks I I've heard people say that this trailer looks a lot like that Final Fantasy 13 versus trailer from back in the day and I do see some similarities like when you go and compare them. Well, and apparently at the end of Final Fantasy 13 or no, at the end of Kingdom Hearts 3, there's a redone trailer of Final Fantasy versus 13 with a game that Rex has been playing with the characters from the game that Rex has been playing on the yes. arcade game in this um and it's the same oh director it's the same director so this might actually be what final fantasy 13 was supposed to be before it was turned into final fantasy 15 i mean i'm i'm glad someone out there will be happy yes. uh, it's, it's not gonna be me uh <laughs> i mean listen i don't i don't know kingdom hearts at this point like i my only it's thing so dense yeah, it's, it's so dense and it's so hard. Like as someone that loves JRPGs, even if I was to be like, okay, I'm going to get into these. Where do I start? Where do I go? How do I even catch up? Because games are locked away on things that like are ancient at this point. Well, actually, but, you could theoretically catch up on everything because they're all been ported in that remaster collection. Have they? Yes. So everyone, every game's been formatted. Uh, like you can play every game on current systems. And if you can't play it, they've put the cutscenes and the story in. Okay. Okay. So like the DS games, I think, um, because it was dual screen, I don't yeah. think you can play those, but all the cutscenes and story are included. I did not know that. That's, that's good to know if I ever do decide to jump into Kingdom Hearts. Um, yeah. Cause 1.5 came with Kingdom Hearts 1 plus two spinoffs. 2.5 came with Kingdom Hearts 2 and 2 spinoffs, and then they did the collection of all of them. And then there was 2.8. Jesus. And then Apologies. 3. Yeah. It, a it's a lot. train going on. Apologies if anyone heard the train in my background. <laughs> oh, didn't hear anything. <laughs> all right, that's great. Good good, good old mic working. Uh, what, I, you guys watched the trailer, obviously. Yep. Did you, yep. did you see... Because people are speculating, okay, we're going to get Star Wars. Yes. People are thinking that we see the Endor, and people are thinking we're going to get the Battle of New York from the Avengers. That would be rad. That, yep. would, that, that would be rad. As a huge Marvel fan, like, if yep. something to get me over to try Kingdom Hearts, it'd be putting that in there. So, I think that happens. I think they need to capitalize on Star Wars. Um, we're going to talk about things that we want to see. But a lightsaber keyblade makes so much sense it, in the world. Isn't that just a Halo energy sword? <laughs> but cooler looking, probably, because it's a key. Yeah, I don't know, but I don't know about that. Um, okay. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I think yeah, Star Wars is no brainer. Marvel Universe is no brainer, and I think see, I wouldn't go with Endor. I'd go with Hoth. Mm, okay. Eh, they had the frozen area already in like kingdom hearts three yeah they did they recreated the entirety of the let it go let it but at the same time they've had tons of jungles that yeah i was gonna say you're telling me they ain't got no wood area yeah come on tarzan's like one of the main levels in the first game hot i think okay i think hoth is cool because of what happens in that in in the movie but it's it it's just a big snowy tundra you know living in canada it's not that interesting to me i'd rather be on the i'd rather be on the beach i'll go to hoth if i have to take the keyblade and cut open 
one of the creatures and then put Sora inside him to to maintain his body heat. Oh, that might be what we need to clip this week and put on Twitter. I'm down for that. Oh man, you broke him. You broke him. <laughs> he was, I, was, I was like, I, I don't know if he'll expect me to go here, but I'm going here, you know? I like it. it. I wasn't yeah. sh- so at first I thought you were going to talk about taking the keyblade and like cutting into the AT-ATs or something and like yeah. taking the drivers and piling it. But no, you went right into the, the Wampas. Is it the Wampas they cut open? I couldn't remember their name. I, that might be it. I think it's the Wampas. Or is that the really thing that captures him in the that's, cave? I think that's something else. Mm. I don't know. You know, if you um, ask, ask me when I was a teenager, it's a tauntaun. Tauntaun. Mm. Oh, a tauntaun. Tauntaun. Yeah. There we go. See, I know stuff about Star Wars. Hey, um, you nailed it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, no, I, I think it's interesting. I'm curious about, number one, do they realize this needs to be a fresh starting off point? And, Kevin, to your point about this ending the tril- like ending the story, I'm wondering if they can dump all the backstory as best as possible and making this a starting point for people who want to come in, especially if they're going to have Marvel and Star Wars in it. That'd be great. If you're telling me I don't need to play the 200 plus hours of Kingdom Hearts 1 through 3 and I can start fresh uh, and it's got some dope areas, that, that sounds way better to me. And maybe- I, will, I will say I've never been more tempted to boot those up and give them a, tr- a real try mm-hmm. for once. So watch out for uh, Kingdom Hearts because that collection goes on sale pretty frequently and it is a ton of games. Yep. So... Um, and they were included on Game Pass at one point, but they're not anymore. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Um, so, okay, cool. So we've talked Kingdom Hearts. That's the news for the week that I thought we could catch up on. Let's talk the game of the week. And I'm not doing a rank or anything like that because I was late getting home today and obviously we're late starting the show. So I have nothing prepared. But what I thought might be fun is for three people who don't really know much about Kingdom Hearts. I don't know if you guys can tell that, but we, we don't really what? know much about Kingdom We're Hearts. experts. To take any Disney uh, property on Disney Plus and create some sort of Keyblade for it. Hmm. Hmm. So, I'm going to start off first with an easy one that's pre- that could happen. Turning Red. We said a wonderful Disney movie. Have you seen this Disney movie? Or Pixar movie? I haven't, but I've heard... I I know the controversy controversy that people were starting. There's controversy with it? It's really good. Because they mentioned um, menstrual cycles, right? Like the girl getting her period, like they allude to it. Is that controversial? Oh, how dare that? It, yeah, it is for some some folks that think... Ew, it's icky. Think Ooh. children shouldn't be learning about that. You know what? I have three boys Jerks. who watched it with my three boys. Number one, they didn't bat an eye. Yeah. They didn't even question right. it. Yep. But if they did, it's probably a good jumping off point to talk about it. Because why would we make these type of things, like, controversial? Just yeah. saying. Yeah, it's um, dumb. Yeah, um, but I thought we could have some sort of Canadian-esque sword with maple leaves on it and maple syrup. Okay, so, so okay. Describing and the Daisy it here, Mart so logo. 
the main the main part of the blade, uh, the the long part of the blade is the CN tower. Oh, okay, okay, yep, okay. Um, and I don't I don't know what the the you know how it has the key part the 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 ridges on the end of it or whatever. I don't know what that would be. That's up to you. That's where you put the leaf. So you put the leaf sure. and then like the giant, yeah. like the panda, red panda, like somewhere mm-hmm. fits into that as well. Maybe the shape okay. of the well, key is the red panda head and inside the maple leaf. Maybe. See, see. And what would the... As, as an American, yeah, I was thinking the, the key part of it would be Tim Horton yeah. muffins. That's uh, all I know about That's, Canada. Okay. Yeah, just Tim Hortons. <laughs> famous Actually, Tim Hortons isn't in this. Isn't in this. Um, uh, movie. yeah, yeah. It, so the Tim Hortons isn't itself, mm. but I do believe there there's like a box of Timbits or something on a table. Really? Okay, okay. I know, yeah. th- like they reference Daisy Mart, which is a very popular like convenience store. Uh, but I think the Sky Dome, or sorry, the CN Tower is a good it call because it's, it's yeah. right next to the Sky Dome in this when it was still called the Sky Dome. Now it's the Rogers yeah. Center. Yeah. It's been the Rogers if you Center watch for any sports. quite a year. Yeah. Um or for quite a few years now. But it was the Sky Dome back when this was set in two thousand two. So yeah, so, it's like early two thousands, I think. Because I had to explain to my kids what burning a CD was because of this movie. <laughs> wow. Because they talked about burning a CD and my kids literally thought they were lighting CDs on fire and they had no context for what burning a CD meant. <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, I'm going to uh, Nathan. I'm gonna just so just so you can see it. Yep. There's here's the in the I'm gonna pop it in the podcast chat. Just the picture from the movie of the t- box of Timbits on the table, and it's like the early 2000s box of Timbits, like what it looked like. Oh, and hey, that's you're right. Pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. No, you're a hundred percent right. Okay. Yep. So for context, Kevin, Timbits are just donut holes. Yeah, yeah. I, I so okay. I went to I went to college um, in Plattsburgh, which is in in New York, which is about twenty yep. minutes uh, from Montreal. So okay. We, okay, we were very we were we had Canadian we were you, a lot of crossover. Yeah, yeah, you're going across all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, 100%. And you'll see Tim. There's Tim Hortons in the state. It's not like there isn't any. They're just not as prevalent. There's a few. Yeah. yeah there's yeah. a few, like, right across the border. But. Yeah. And they, and they were great. Okay. So oh. that that was my first pitch for turning okay. red one. So I AJ. have, I have, I don't know what it looks like. Okay. But I'm not sure if you're aware. But the, 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 there, there is the TV show. Based on the lives of Pam and Tommy. Yes. What would that keyblade look like? I don't want to say because we'll get kicked off Twitch. I, I don't know about that. You just be gentle. Pamela Anderson and is that who you're talking about? And Tommy yeah. Lee. Okay. So okay, just Disney just Plus for, has a, so, like a documentary. Doc, no, not, no, not it's, like it's documentary. A, it's, it's a like a bio series. Yeah, it's a bio series, like a biopic. Yeah. For so, for the record, for Kevin, because you're in the states, where are you in the states, Kevin? I don't. Even I'm know. in New York. I'm in New York. York. Okay. Um, we have a tier in um, Disney Plus called Star, which you guys don't have in the states. No. And Star is essentially Hulu Plus. Oh. Because okay. we don't have Hulu Plus, oh. so our Disney Plus 
has some extra content that is definitely not like you wouldn't expect in your Disney Plus. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say because that 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 bio on uh, Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee is on Hulu in here down yeah. here, so that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, so just so you understand where we're coming from, we don't get Hulu Plus in Canada. It's something about licensing, whatever. So Disney decided to move a bunch of that content to our star tier of Disney Plus, so that we can still have access to it. So um, okay, so if we're gonna talk the Pam and Tommy sword uh, or Keyblade. I mean, obviously, there's a giant member, right? Uh huh. Right. <laughs> um, it's got to be a giant member. Is like the blade part, right? Yep. yep. I was um, thinking like drumsticks, but you're just going for it. You're just going full ding dong. Okay. Well, I to mean, be fair, for the key parts, I was thinking uh, giant something else. You know, the, the, you know, some melons. Yeah, yeah, there you go. There yeah, you go. you're getting it. You're getting it. Sorry, I'm trying good, not yeah, to get kicked off option. Twitch here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, I'm looking at some screenshots of the show, trying to figure out maybe with some sort of videotape. <laughs> like yeah. some sort of videotape is incorporated in this as well. Yeah. On the that, that that that's what surrounds the the, the handle, the hill. Yes, right. The the hand guards, videotapes, VHS yeah. tapes, VHS tapes. Oh my word! <laughs> okay. Kevin's like, "What did I get myself into?" Oh, this is this is you. You don't hear this on most uh, gaming podcasts. I'm going to tell you right now. That's um, uh, wow. That's right. not a key, I'm not picking that Welcome one up. Show. I'm not picking that keyblade up. I'm going to skip that one. <laughs> um, okay, Kevin, your turn. So I was thinking. I was like, "All right, I could go with a." child's movie or i should say child an animated film they're for adults too uh or i could go with one of the marvel properties but i'm gonna go with a show from my childhood a little tv show called boy meets world this is a good pick this is my childhood too yeah love this show Corey matthews yes so we have a whole we got a whole cast of characters to pick from to make this Keyblade. Um, I think a squirrel needs to be involved at some point because in the later seasons, Corey's brother really goes hard. Uh, like there's a few flash forward scenes where he's some like homeless yeah. dude with like Lord of the Squirrels. So I want a squirrel incorporated in there, but I'm open to suggestions on everything else. So Boy Meets World, I don't know why, but I feel like it has to have a paper airplane and a baseball because that's what the original screen had when it loaded up. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that was yeah. the original intro screen. You had like the baseball and the, um, the airplane on there. Um, I think you need to incorporate Mr. Feeney into it somehow. Yes. I was just going to say, so yeah. the top at the, the, the key part that sticks out, just the head of Mr. Feeney. <laughs> just, his just his head. Just his head. Not even the, yeah, just his, just his head. <laughs> Mr. Feeney's head right there. Mr. F- it's going to look like his head is on a pike. Yep. Well, no, it'll be off to the side. It'll be off to the side. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, That's a good pulling one. up the logo. Is, so it's a paper airplane on the logo with a baseball bat in the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In, the, in the letters. So maybe the blade is a lawn paper airplane. Yeah, okay. I'm yeah. down with that. 
With Mr. Um, Feeney's head attached to it. With Mr. Feeney's yep. head. You find a way to work the baseball and the world into it. Can we write Topanga somewhere on the plane? Yeah, it's got to yeah, be like engraved into the airplane or something like that. Maybe you can have Topanga plus Corey. Yeah. It's cute. Like that. People so, see. You can put a bunch of messages like referencing Easter eggs, referencing the characters on the paper airplane itself. Yeah. Who who was that that in the earlier seasons, who was that nerd kid? Uh he had a very distinct oh, yeah. character name. Yeah, he wasn't in he wasn't in the later seasons. No, oh, they brought yeah. him back for yes. Girl Meets World. Um, oh yeah, they did. Uh I didn't Minkus. Minkus, yeah, Minkus. Rest in peace, Minkus. Also, like, you need to have... What was the cool teacher, Mr. Turner? Yeah, Mr. Turner, who got in a more motorcycle accident and then was never seen again. <laughs> we never needed to worry about him because he was in a motorcycle accident. There's literally one line in the next season where they just go, Oh, hey, hey, Mr. Turner. Off, you don't see him. They just yell to him off screen, and that's the only recognition he gets for the rest of the, the show. Yeah. Um, okay, so Boy Meets World. That's an interesting one. Not one I would have pulled, but that was a very good one, Kevin. So Yeah. Um, okay. So I'm looking at my options here. And I'm trying to avoid the Marvel because I think the Marvel's too easy. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. For, for And we're me, probably going to get that anyway. Yeah, you're probably going to get it. I think it's an Infinity Gauntlet version of it. If they do it with like the five, maybe you have to earn the stones as it's... And put them in his blade and... It, oh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So like throughout the level, you're earning the different stones. Um but I'm going to go for a favorite show of mine, which once again is not on your Disney plus in the States, but on our start here, um, a scrub sword. Scrubs? Scrubs. Cause I love my scrubs. favorite show ever. Did we just become best friends? Hell yes. Oh my God. I have watched scrubs probably 18 times front to back. Yep. Same here. It's like, it's the best comedy ever made. Top, top, maybe not the last season, but everything. Not, well, we don't count. That's not a real season. All it's right. not a real season. All right. Straight up needs an eagle on it. Eagle. Yeah. Nope. You definitely need an eagle. Um, I think it needs a dictionary of girls' names. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, um, I, th- I thought a scalpel. Yeah. Is yeah. like the blade part. That makes sense. Fits in. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other ones. Um, there's so many like chocolate bear. Uh, oh, uh, a penny. Oh, a penny. Yeah. So the janitor. Yes. Yeah. yes. You need to have a penny. It's a good one. Oh, man. Oh, uh, <laughs> Dr. Kelso. Um, after he retires, he just sits in the coffee shop so he can have, uh, yeah, he can have a his muffin. coffee. A muffin. Muffin. Yep. A muffin. Yep. Oh, and a perm. Perm. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that show has so many good quotes. I, I literally quote it all the time. Me and my friends just mm-hmm. basically just reiterate Scrubs. That's how we communicate with each other. It's it's one of the best shows ever made. Even the last season isn't terrible. 
No, I I haven't really watched it. I would catch reruns on TV every once in a while, and it just never clicked for me. Um, it's been one that I've been like curious about going back to and just trying to get into it. But I also didn't want to force it. Yeah, so. it's it's one of those the time, shows. I, the time for me's got to be right. It's one of those shows where like by the fourth episode, you know whether you're in or not on it, and the fourth episode is one of the like Scrubs does this really good job of being funny, but at the same time can hit some really emotional points with the storytelling like there's yep. there's scenes which absolutely destroy me in that show funeral scene and, sorry oh yeah yeah no no yeah, yeah no questions a hundred percent i know exactly what you're saying um also the one um in season five with the um donor yes 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 with uh is that the one with the fray playing? Yes. And, uh, yes. yes. Oh. How to save a life. Yes. Oh, yes. What, a, what a scene. What a scene. That's also on our Hulu, but it, you, I, I get it. It's on your Disney Plus. So and I'm yeah. never one to turn down Scrubs. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, Kevin and I are now um, best friends. So. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I, okay. So I'm, I'm scrolling through our, our stars section here. Um, and I saw something, and but I, I was kept scrolling, and then I lost it. So just give me one quick sec. Um, on our stars, we also have. Well, we got we got a bunch of cool, interesting movies and stuff. Um, some really big, big hitting, you know, blockbuster like stuff. I say there should be. One for for the the old Matt Damon movie, The Martian. Hmm, never seen that it. That would be an interesting one. Is that the one where he's it. stuck on Mars? He's stuck on Mars. Yeah, and he has to survive on Mars. He's got to try and survive. Um, I think a couple of potatoes down around protecting the, because the premise of the story is he survives on Mars after he runs out of food by being able to grow his own potatoes in this contained environment that he has manufactured as he's waiting for rescue to show up. Um, but yeah, I think a couple of potatoes down at the bottom would be good. A rocket ship for the main, main bit and maybe, maybe like a space suit for the, for the key part. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the helmet or something for the key part. Yeah. Would okay. be interesting. I've never seen the movie, so I'm going to take you at, face value on mm -hmm. that one because sure. it sounds you should like watch it it's pretty good okay. it's pretty good cool kevin do you got another another choice there i do i don't know um if if you guys have seen the animated tv show from my childhood kim possible i'm aware yeah. of kim possible i um, i have seen a few episodes i think um my girlfriend I, was into it yeah i feel point. like your girlfriend rachel would have been really into it oh it yeah as a redhead absolutely. protagonist Yep. Yeah, she loves does. those. Um, so I know, you know, she's a she's a secret agent. So uh, her catchphrase is uh, "Call me, beat me." You know, uh, if you want to reach me. So a cell phone needs to be included because that's pivotal mm -hmm. to Kim. Does Possible. she have a cell phone? Yeah, she did have a cell phone. I thought it, it was a pager. I don't think it was a pager. It was like a it, well, it was a spy thing. So maybe it was okay. some advanced, like you know, um, we can we can we can call it a pager either way. Um, Although it was the early 2000s, I feel like cell phones were a thing. So, um, okay, that's fair. Yep. And the naked, there needs to be a naked mole rat. He is yep. very important to this show. Uh, he, he 
is always there. So um, I'm thinking Naked Mole Rat is where Sora will hold. And then the the ending key parts can be whatever, the, the pager. Um, we need something for the um, the actual, you know, the, 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 the blade. And that's where I'm struggling. So we could just do locks of her red hair. That could work, yeah. You build them in and, like, you make it harder, yeah. Yeah, uh, you could braid the 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 red hair with, up around the shaft or something. With we could do it with red and green to signify the, yep. the antagonist. Cause yes, because there's an evil version of her. Yes, that looks identical to her, but not her. Mm-hmm. And in green, correct. Yeah. I'll take that one. Uh, I think okay. I think that would work. I got one more here that I feel like we have to bring up because it's too good not to. There should be a free guy level. Oh, I love that uh-huh. movie. A movie based about being in a video game. Where surprisingly now it's good in a video for what it game. is. It was super surprisingly good. I went and saw it thinking yeah, it was like, going to be awful. I was, wor- I was worried it was going to be another Pixels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people mm-hmm. thought it was going to be terrible. And it actually, and let's be honest, the initial trailers didn't do it a lot of good, but it turned out much better than anticipated. Yeah. Um, but and I don't know what the free guy thing is, though. Um, but I feel blue like blue shirt, blue shirt. Yeah. Name tag. Mm-hmm. A name tag um, on it. I feel like we have to incorporate the, um, like the big dumb macho version of Ryan Reynolds that he fights at the end somehow. Like the, uh, yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Like the, I forget his, I forget his name in the movie. Uh, I can't remember it. Not coming to me, but. Maybe his uh, his best friend, the uh, the um, the the security guard. Oh yes, 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 yes. So like a bank, something money. There could be something to signify working at a bank, you know. Maybe even put some guns on it. <laughs> Just have Sora start shooting people. <laughs> it can be like a gun blade, like Squall has in Final Fantasy VIII. Yep. Down with that. Down with that. Um. There's a whole ton of cameos in Free Guy, and it'd be fun yeah. to build some of those cameos into the into the key. But then it would just be a stealing from yeah, it would just, other be, properties. Yeah, Marvel be a bar- Marvel keyblade at that point. Um, I just think it'd be interesting to have a video level where Free Guy is actually in a video game and can realize the sentience, and that he's in mm-hmm. a video game. Sora realizes he's a video game character when he's in the the free guy world. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that would be that would that would be. I I, I don't want the writer of Kingdom Hearts to get any like crazy. That's ed- like crazy ideas. That's like I, okay. I'm not sure if you've heard of the. I believe it's called the Tommy Westfall universe theory. No. Oh yes, this so, is the one where everything's yeah, related to every. Everything is related to everything. So years ago, um, and it's actually, I think, where uh, Howie Mandel got his yes. big break. Uh, Saint, um, Saint, Saint Elsewhere. Saint Elsewhere, thank Saint you. Saint Elsewhere, right? And so it was It was your typical, like, hospital drama, drama. with some light, light comedy in it, because, you know, Howie Mandel's in it. Mr. Feeney was um, in it. But, yeah. Um, so, Saint El- so, apparently, in the last episode of saying elsewhere um there's a a child uh with autism that they're treating in this hospital 
But at the end of the episode, it's revealed that everything that happened at St. Elsewhere has actually taken place in the imagination of this uh, autistic child. Which means anybody who's ever had a cameo in St. Elsewhere or any product who has... Who, that has ever appeared as like product placement or something in St. Elsewhere, if it appears in any other form of media, that means that all of that, anything that is related to that, has was also created in the psyche of this autistic child. And it, it you have to you have to look up the Tommy Westfall um, universe, and you can see the branching path as it just expands into encompassing every possible piece of media that that can ever be referenced. Well, those doctors were on Scrubs. There was a point, one of the Scrubs episodes yeah. has four patients which are being treated and they're older, the, it's four older men, and it's the four doctors from St. Elsewhere. Is it? Okay, I did not yeah. know that. That's cool. Uh, and one of them's Mr. Feeney. If yes, you remember yeah, the episode know, that yeah, Mr. Yeah, Feeney yeah, was yeah. on. Yeah, they, they were the doctors from St. Elsewhere. It was a, awesome. a cheeky nod to it. Um, so I'm Scrubs is technically to, in that universe. I'm just going to post in the podcast chat for you, Kevin, for your viewing pleasure, this image here on how a lot of it all relates to each other. It, it's It's nuts. It's nuts. It's great. I love this sort of shit. I think Law and Order, and that's into kind of what I feel like you were alluding to. It doesn't. This this list doesn't tell like all the the what specifically is the connection, but it tells you exactly how they could all be related and where and the Marvel like, where... universe is in it too. Yep, Firefly. Yeah. I'm seeing Jesus really CSI, is right? all the CSIs, uh, the Flying Nun, which is a old movie or show or something what show? um the mary tyler moore show i'm looking at mission impossible so like all of it just takes place in the in the psyche of An autistic child. this child yeah it's nuts all right. that's all that right. feels kind of like what you described so <laughs> kevin we're gonna give you one last one because I feel like okay. this bit's run its course. Yeah. Yep. Um, trying to think what what would be another good one. Um, whew, I don't know. I mean, we could just go with a with a Marvel one, I guess. Um, yeah. But yeah, sure. I'm, not, I'm gonna choose a I'm gonna choose a crappy one. I'm gonna do oh. Inhumans. Why <laughs> the Marvel okay. problem? Because that's I want Inhumans in in Kingdom Hearts. I don't want a good Marvel. Pro well, I do want a good Marvel Barbie, but give me a crappy one too. Because I think I'm probably one of five people that actually watched the Inhumans TV show sure. when it uh, yeah. when it showed up. Um, it was bad. It was really bad. So mm -hmm. we'll have um, we got to have a little the the dog um, the teleporting dog uh, Lockjaw. Yeah. Well, lock lock jaw. Yeah. Um, we need like a, right. a a collar for um, what's his name? Black Bolt. The Black Bolt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black Bolt. And then, like, uh, you could almost use the hair from Medusa. Yeah, we could as the blade part, like similar to what we talked about with the other mm -hmm. one. 
Um, maybe some mists, like make it the, t- I think it's the Terrigen mists, which give the yeah. humans their power. Yeah, it is. So you could maybe make the blade like more misty. Maybe it's not like an actual physical like a blade. cool little effect or yeah. Yeah. So it's covered in the Terrigen mists or s- something. Yeah, I'm, I'm down with that, but I just want to see Sora go and like everyone have a miserable time while they're playing Kingdom Hearts dealing with this garbage. Because I wasted yeah, yeah. hours of my life on it. There's no way they do it, but I talked no. about the infinity, the like infinity blade keys, key, like you can't call it the infinity blade. I think there's a game that was called that. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but the infinity gauntlet, like as a blade, but wouldn't it be like a cool twist at the end if Iron Man was helping you and Thanos got a hold of the Keyblade, and then Iron Man grabbed the Keyblade at the very end? Yeah, that would be that would be cool. A little non so, end game. Yeah, yeah, that would be rad. So, and then you had an Iron Man Keyblade at the end. Yeah. So, um, okay, perfect. Well. Let's wrap up here. I think this bit's run its course. Thank you guys for letting three non-Kingdom Hearts fans come up with Kingdom Hearts ideas. I think, I think you guys Pam have and Tommy all... was the best. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. I think you all appreciated it. I can tell yep. you're definitely not angry at us because they're great ideas and we should use them all. Maybe not the Pam and Tommy. Oh, no. I think that one's going to make it onto the thumbnail. Okay. No. I'm, email, I'm emailing uh, Square Enix right after this podcast. Oh, well, yeah. we just need to clip it and then like tag them in the clip. <laughs> all yeah. all we'll go. get is a cease and desist at that point. Please never talk about our properties ever again. Just blocked on yeah. Twitter. <laughs> um, so let's wrap up the show. Um, so thank you for tuning in to Press YYZ. If you enjoyed this broadcast, be sure to follow us on Twitch. Subscribe to us on YouTube and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. You can also check us out on Twitter at Press YYZ. Slide into our Discord at invite.gg slash Press YYZ to keep the conversation going. Before we leave, Kevin, one last chance. Plug yourself. Yeah, uh, again, thank you so much for having me on. I had a ton of fun. Uh, this was a lot, a lot of laughs, uh, some jokes I did not expect, certainly, but... You're welcome. Uh, yeah, it was it was a great time. If you want to catch me and hear me talk about uh, Xbox and other Xbox-related items, yeah, come over to Project X Talk, uh, YouTube channel, subscribe. We're on the way to 1,000 subscribers. And if you want a podcast, uh, Project X Talk, an Xbox podcast, is live every Thursday on that YouTube channel and drops Friday mornings on all audio podcast services. Sweet. All right. Well, thank you, Kevin, so much for coming um, uh, coming on the show. We do appreciate that. Um, one final plea for me. Um, I'm doing a stream on Friday night. Can I have as many of you guys come in on as possible? Because I need three average viewers to get affiliate status. I'm at 2.9. So and That's on your personal channel, which on is On my what? personal channel, uh, the underscore NMAC. I started a few weeks ago and the fact that I'm this close to affiliate and actually my last few streams have had really decent numbers. I'm pretty happy with. Good. So um, I had 10 people at uh, one point, like, but like nine on eight and nine on average when I was playing fours on Monday night. And last night, I think I had like five and seven when I was playing WWE. So um, th- those are good numbers uh, for somebody. So just tune in uh, to some of my future podcasts so I can get that affiliate status. I appreciate you guys and love you. So, um, thank you guys. 
uh, and until next time, thank you for playing.